It sure is good to be in the Lord's house today. We thank God for this beautiful Sabbath that God's given us, and thank God it's, uh, we celebrate this as Father's Day and Happy Father's Day today, and uh, brings a lot of thoughts to mind. I have a scripture that relates to that that God put on my heart. It's in the 22nd Psalm, and the psalmist said, Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season, and I'm not silent. Probably all of us have had times where we just uh, felt like things were hopeless and we felt helpless. And I remember especially a time when I was lost. It just seemed like, what am I going to do? And, uh, but yet the gospel told me what I needed to do. And here's uh, part of the way that God got the message across to me. After the psalmist said all these things, he said, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. When I was lost and it seemed hopeless, and I remember what the preacher had said and what the folks had testified, they were in the same boat, and they got help. I could get help too. And so and it goes on and said, They cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. So thank God for the fathers that uh, uh, stood up for the Lord and testified to me. Uh, let's stand for just a moment and we'll have a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for the privilege of being in your house this morning. God, thank you for the beautiful, sunshiny day, and thank you for the good Sunday school lesson. God, we felt your presence so powerful. Thank you for the fellowship. And, uh, Lord, as Brother Ryan said when he opened up Sunday school and he was talking about people just visiting and all the love you could feel and the fellowship and the closeness that we've uh, been blessed with in this church, God, we thank you for that this morning. And, God, we thank you for uh, fathers that have uh, stood uh, on the solid foundation and pointed us uh, to you. We ask you to bless this service today. God, help us. Lord, we need your help, and we know there's help available. We thank you, and we ask it and praise you in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated, and we'll turn over to the choir. <laughs>
page 70. Page 70. <coughs>
appreciate getting to be here this morning. And uh, been gone a couple weeks, and I was talking to Bill when I came in. So I'm, I'm glad to be be back, glad to be home. And uh, we, we had, sure had a good Sunday school this morning. And uh, I feel like reading the scripture, I'm not trying to get in the way, but uh, one of the scriptures we read, it says, this is in First John uh, chapter 1 and verse 2, it says, For life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. And uh, manifested means made clear, disclosed, made apparent, obvious, or evident. I'm glad that as a six-year-old boy, eternal life was made apparent to me. I I'm glad I got saved, glad I'm born again. And there's, we were talking about self-manifestation. People are preaching all kinds of things nowadays. And men will tell you that they have eternal life and they'll give it to you. But I'm glad when I got eternal life, God gave it to me. God placed it down on my soul. And I'm glad I'm saved. I'm born again this morning. I appreciate getting to be here. I'm looking forward to the service we're going to have. I pray God will be with us throughout the service. But at this time, I'll ask everybody that's seated to stand. We wonder at this time if anybody would have an unspoken prayer request on your heart. Let's surely remember all these. Anyone with a spoken prayer request this morning? We've got a lot to pray for, but everybody, be obedient. We talked about that in Sunday school, too. What, what God asks of us, let's do it. So, and if nobody else has anything, we'll ask Bill to do some prayer.
this time if anybody would have a, a song or a testimony on their heart. Feel free to follow the Lord. Pray for them as they come. I'm thankful um, for my natural father. Um, he left quite a legacy, and um, I'm thankful that I had a good father that brought me to church, and I'm um, thankful that I married um, a man that's also a good father to our children. But most of all, I'm thankful for my heavenly father, and I'm thankful he said, sent his son to die for me. So um, just listen to the words. Thank you. was a wretch I remember who I was I was lost I was blind I was running out of time sin separated the breach was far too wide but from the far side of the chasm you held me in your sight so you made a way across the great divide left behind heaven's throne to build it here inside and there at the cross you paid the debt i owe broke my chains freed my soul for the first time i had hope Thank you, Jesus, for the blood applied. Thank you, 
it has washed me white. Thank you, Jesus, you have saved my life, brought me from the darkness into glorious light. You took my place, laid inside my tomb of sin. You were buried for three days, but then you walked right out again. And now death has no sting, and life has no end. For I have been transformed by the blood of the Lamb. Thank you. For the blood applied Thank you, Jesus It has washed me white Thank you, Jesus You have saved my life Brought me from the darkness Into glorious light There is nothing stronger than the wonder-working power of the blood, the blood that calls us sons and daughters. We are ransomed by our Father through the blood, the blood. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. It has washed me white Thank you, Jesus You have saved my life Brought me from the darkness Into glorious life Glory to His name Glory Call him a man. 
King of all kings, He's the Son of the Father, the Prince of Peace. They call Him Hosanna, the Lighthouse at Sea, the Rock of He's a friend to me. Many times I've called on his name, prayed for forgiveness when used in vain. Oh, but there's a peace in knowing that his forgiveness stays the same most famous in history things he spoke the whole world still reads his name is jesus but you can call him as you please they call him emmanuel the king of all Son of the Father, the Prince of Peace. They call him Hosanna, the lighthouse at sea, the rock of ages, but he's a friend to me. They call him Hosanna, the lighthouse at sea, the rock of ages, but he's a friend to me, the rock of ages, but he's a friend to me. something on your heart, a song or a testimony, anything at all. seen rain and if it did would it flood 
like the thunder came. And God was true, just like Noah's ark. My father will carry you. He'll carry you. He'll carry you. Just reach for him. Just reach for him. Cause when you do, Cause when you do, I know that my father will carry you from Pharaoh's evil hand. At River's edge she hid her son. But Pharaoh's daughter came to bathe, found and saved her little one. The mom was summoned there to care. For her son Moses and she knew Son, your mother can't But your father will carry you He'll carry you He'll carry you When it seems there's no way Over, under, around or through Just reach for him Cause when you do I know that my father will carry you Three crosses on a hill Two thieves and Jesus was nailed If thou be Christ, save thyself and us One thief against him railed But the other said, Lord Remember me And Jesus picked him up Carried him home and set him free. He'll carry you. He'll carry you. He'll carry you. He'll carry you. No matter what you've done or where you've been, he really loves you. Just reach for him. Just reach for him. Cause when you do, cause when you do, I know that my father will carry you. That song. Anyone else this morning with a, a song? Pray for Brother Shaman. My mind gets so stressed about the world that we're in, the struggles and battles and the heartache of sin. Old Satan's attacked the church of today. They've left God's old path and they found a new way. But I thank God for the altar. That's where I got in. That old time conviction revealed all my sin. And that old King James Bible, it still works today. I thank God I was saved in the old-fashioned way. That old-fashioned preacher they say he must go, just give us a smooth 
who puts on a show. Don't sing us them old songs about dark Calvary. Just sing us a new song and happy we'll be. Oh, but I'd like to tell you I'm not going that way. I'll stay with the blood That's the price Jesus paid I was born in the fire And the smoke will not do I'm walking that old path Brother, how about you? And I thank God for the altar that's where I got in. That old time conviction revealed all my sin. And that old King James Bible, it still works today. I thank God I was saved in the old fashioned way. I sure thank the Lord for being here today. What a great service God's given us. And I'm glad to be here and glad to see everybody cheer. Uh, glad to have all our visitors. Got some folks haven't been able to be with us for a while and you're back. And got some that's been on vacations back and some has gone on vacation uh, and so on. But we're just glad to have every person that's here. And thank the Lord uh, for each of you. And uh, I appreciate everything that's been done. Uh, choir singing and... Uh, opening up and a special singing and uh, just just everything that's been done in Sunday school. Appreciate that. And uh, I want you really to pray this morning. I'd like to start reading this morning from the 78th Psalm. If you'd like to read with me, feel free to do that. And again, I appreciate this wonderful Father's Day. It just uh, uh, seems extra special somehow. So really pray. And uh, Psalm 78, starting at verse 1. I'll give you just a moment to turn. Okay, starting verse 1 in chapter 78 in Psalms. Give ear, O my people, to my law. And I might just pause for a minute. And uh, God's saying, listen. <laughs> Why? I would, I would implore us to listen today to what God says. I give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ear to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which ye have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. I'd like to pause just a moment and uh, share what's on my heart for a text. What should fathers do? That's a question. What should fathers do? Okay. Again, verse 3, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. Now listen. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. Boy, we're getting to the answer already. 
that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. And so that's wonderful. Now listen, there's, a, there's another uh, aspect of this that, that we need to, to listen. And verse 8 said, and might not be as their fathers. And so they had some fathers that stood the test and stood on the foundation and said what God said. But there were some other fathers in the past. Uh, verse 8 said, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. And listen to this. And the children of Ephraim, and uh, that was a, a grandson of Jacob, uh, right there in the midst of Israel, said, and the children of Israel, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law. That fits in a lot with what Carl was teaching in Sunday school this morning. Boy, I want you to pray. What should the fathers do? Now, uh, this is a little extra reading. I don't usually read this much, but I, I just feel compelled to go to it right now in the sixth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. And I can feel the Lord even while I'm reading. I appreciate that. You really pray and stay with me here. Uh, this is back in the sixth chapter of Deuteronomy. Uh, this is when the children of Israel uh, was on their way and getting ready to go into the promised land. And uh, uh, God told uh, uh, Moses to tell them something. And uh, here in verse 4, chapter 6 in Deuteronomy, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Praise God. He is one. He's not a bunch of different branches here and there and yonder. Not hard to figure out. He's God. Besides him, there's none other. And what he said is true, and uh, there's no debate to it. It's not a, a little a gray area and a little white area and a little black area. It's all the truth of God. What God said, it's right, and we need to follow. He said, and verse 5 said, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, not just part of it. I put that last phrase in there. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Now get this here, what, what they're supposed to do. Verse 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. Boy, praise God. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, fathers has got a blessing. Uh, uh, there's two things we can think about what we're supposed to do. We can say it's a great obligation. What fathers have got to do is a great obligation. Uh, it is. Uh, but we can also say what fathers has got to do is a great opportunity. Uh, that's even just like coming to church. Uh, uh, coming to church is a responsibility. It's an obligation. I've had times that that prompted me to come. I've had times I wasn't much interested in coming. I've had times that I felt like staying home. Well, surely you never felt like that since you've been a pastor. I'm, I'm sorry to admit, yeah, I felt that way a few times. I just like to stay at the house. But I'm telling you what, along with that and beyond that, it's an opportunity and a privilege to come to the house of God. And I like to look at that side of it more than the rest of it. And so uh, I, I better get on over here. Boy, I'm doing a lot of reading, but let me get you this. It's over in the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews. I felt like marking this too. Uh, says this, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, 
having our hearts sprinkled from evil uh, conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Listen to this. Let us hold fast. And boy, that means to hang on to it tight. Don't let it slide. Hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And, and listen to this. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Uh, that doesn't just mean everybody you like real good. That just means everybody. Uh, even if somebody kind of uh, irritates you or kind of crossways to you, uh, you still ought to consider them and provoke them uh, to love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is. I'm telling you what, uh, Brother Denny uh, mentioned just a little while back, uh, he said uh, he'd seen on some kind of uh, uh, place, he said he saw that the statistics are that only about 20% of the people in America today are really going to church. And, and of those 20% that are going to church, I, I, I just don't know where all they're going and all, all the details, but I'm glad we got a church to come to uh, that people do come to and you can feel the Lord. And, and uh, even as happy as I am to be here, uh, and I'm glad of everybody here today, I, I wish that everybody that was saved especially uh, would come to church uh, regularly and have their hearts right and do what they're supposed to. And, and if we'd all do that, uh, we'd have a better chance likely of getting our people saved. And if you're lost, uh, you need to come to work uh, to church bad as anybody. Uh, because I'm telling you what, uh, it's church is where I heard the gospel. Uh, church is where I felt the Holy Spirit. A uh, church is where I got saved. Now, you don't have to be in the church house to get saved. I tell this a lot. Uh, Blaine got saved on a dirt pile in the backyard. Uh, preacher, is that true? Yeah, amen. Uh, that's true. Uh, he got saved. Uh, uh, brother uh, Joe, his cousin was out there helping him. Uh, he'd been under conviction. Joe got to talking to him. They back there playing, uh, they uh, quit playing, uh, and they got down and prayed, and he got saved. Uh, uh, Sometimes uh, we as adults uh, need to quit playing uh, and get down to business and talk to God. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, we need to be about the Father's business. Boy, God's here today. I uh, Praise God. I'm glad God's here today. Happy Father's Day uh, from our Father in heaven. He's real. Boy, praise God. And so uh, back here uh, where we read to you back in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, you think about that again. Uh, teach your children. Hey, talk to them when you sit down. Talk to them uh, when you rise up. Uh, talk to them when you lay down. Uh, talk to them. I uh, said, uh, bind these laws uh, for a sign upon thy hand. Uh, whatever you're doing, uh, let it show that you're a Christian. Let it show that you love the Lord. And, and it goes on down. And they shall be as frontless between the eyes. What's it talking about? Uh, that's the thing that guides us. Uh, that's our spiritual GPS. If you'll follow that, you'll be on the right track. My GPS on my smartphone sometimes messes me up and turns me the wrong way. It really does. But I haven't thrown it away because I need it anyhow. But I need God's guidance more than I need the world's guidance. And he's here today. I believe God's already telling somebody they need to come to the altar. Well, I, I appreciate the way y'all praying this morning. Well, I can feel it, and I, I can feel heaven in my soul. You know, going back into the scripture where I started at, back here in the book of Psalms, I want you to think about this. When he said down here, uh, he said, I'll open my mouth in a parable, I'll utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. I'm telling you what, I'm glad I had a natural father uh, that told me about the Lord. And now, listen, I'm applying this to the fathers today, but it applies to the mothers too. Uh, uh, this is Father's Day, and I'm focusing it more on the fathers. Uh, but whoever we are, uh, mom or dad, you need to be telling your uh, children about Jesus. 
I'm glad I had a mom and a dad that uh, told me about Jesus. And and I want to share this with you, a few things. When Sister Penny got up, boy, I really enjoyed her testimony about uh, her dad, Brother Clifford. And when I was studying this, that same thing came on my heart. I want to tell you about uh, one of Brother Clifford's testimonies. Heard him testify this one time. Uh, He was a grown man, a married man, and still wasn't saved. And he and Garnet, uh, their mother, they uh, had their first child. I don't know if it had already been born or was about to be born. Uh, but Clifford said, I got to thinking about it. I said, I'm a dad now. Uh, what am I going to do? How am I going to help my child? He said, I began to think about what my mom and dad did, how they told me about Jesus. He said, even though I wasn't saved, I appreciated them uh, taking me to church and telling me about Jesus. And he said, I began to think about how am I going to help my child? I, I'm a lost man. He said, I knew I needed to get saved so I could go to heaven. I wouldn't have to die and go to hell. But he said, it really weighed on me. He said, I, I began to think about it. The only way I can I do what I'm supposed to for my children uh, is for me to get saved. And then, then God can let me tell my children about Jesus uh, uh, the way that my mom and dad told me about Jesus. And he said, so he said, I'll tell you what. He said, I began to go to church and I began to listen. He said, and the time come. He said, God called me. He said, I come to an all ripping and I got saved. And Oh boy, I, and I, I really appreciate the father that he was. Like, uh, like Sister Penny was talking about, uh, he got saved and he lived for the Lord. He was serious about it and he loved the Lord. So I'm telling you what, what the Bible's saying down here, uh, what it says, listen to this, which we have heard and known and which our fathers have told us. Uh, and he said, we'll not hide them uh, from the children. Uh, oh, well, how are you, how you going to hide them from the children? Uh, if you don't show it, you're hiding it. Uh, we need to go to church. Uh, we need, if we're saved by the grace of God, we need to be worshiping God. Uh, we got things we need to be doing. And I'm telling you what, uh, there's uh, just no excuse for not following God. Uh, well, Brother Carl taught this morning Sunday school, we've all got a job to do. God's got, everybody saves got a job to do. We need to be about the Father's business. Uh, Satan don't like it. He'll try to stop you when it goes on down through here. said, we'll not hide them from the children, uh, showing the generation uh, to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works. And, and it goes on down through here uh, where we read there, uh, you probably caught it, talking about the children and the children's children uh, uh, to more than one generation. Uh, even what grandma and grandpa did affects me. And they affect us it's from generation to generation to generation. Uh, let me clarify something this morning. Probably everybody understands it, but I need to clarify. The Bible said, train up a child in the way I should go, and when it's old, it will not depart from it. You say, well, preacher, that means if you teach them right, they're always going to live for the Lord. No, it's not what it means. It means if you teach them right, if you apply the Word of God to them, and, and you really show them, and, and it's more than just words when mom and dad taught me some things uh, they not only gave me the words but they gave me the actions that went with the words uh, uh, you know that old saying uh, don't don't do as I do do as I say that doesn't carry much weight if you're going to show somebody something uh, show it by your actions as well as your words if my dad would have said, son, you ought to go to church, and then he'd have laid out and stayed home all the time, uh, it wouldn't have had much impact to me. I wouldn't have been very impressed by it. But when he said, go to church, and he went to church, and I remember times when we lived out on East Town Road, uh, out there where, uh, about where the Myers store's at now. Uh, we lived out there. It was in the country then. I remember uh, one time the neighbor kids was all getting ready uh, to play a ball game. Uh, and probably Sunday morning, maybe Sunday night. I don't know. But I told mom that I said, hey, I think I'll just stay here today and, and play ball with the kids. Uh, you guys go on to church. Uh, my dad said, you better think again, son. Uh, he said, we're going to church. It's church time, and you're going. I said, but I don't want to go. He said, that's your tough look. He, he said, uh, you're going anyhow. He, he said, you might not like it, but you're going uh, where you like it or not. He said, now, now get, your, get your stuff and get in the car. 
And, and well, you know what I did? I got my stuff and got in the car. Uh, he meant business, and uh, sometimes, uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, he could speak real stern, but he was doing it because he loved me. We need uh, to do things because uh, we love our children. And so when the Bible said, no, I need to preach some more on that, now train up a child in the way it should go, once old will not depart from it. Uh, you can take a child. We all make our own decisions. Uh, if you teach your children right, that doesn't guarantee they're going to make the right decisions and serve the Lord. But it means that what you teach them has an impact on them. It tells them and it influences them, and, and there's a better chance they're going to do what's right. Now, uh, you can have uh, parents that don't serve the Lord. Uh, you can have parents that don't take you to church. And you can still make the right decision and get saved and follow God. Well, what's this all about then, preacher? Well, we've got an influence on people. We can't make them do right, but we can influence. I'm glad I've got people that influence me. And let me get this. I need to get this too. Over in the second, uh, second book of Timothy, uh, about the second verse, Paul uh, starts out there. Uh, he talks about his son Timothy. Uh, his, his son Timothy. Uh, well, let me turn over there. Maybe I can find that and read that. Uh, or I probably don't need to. Uh, I didn't quote it exactly, but, but he does recognize him as his son. And, and he's he talking about in the faith. He's not talking about a biological son. Timothy wasn't Paul's biological son, but he was his son in the faith. It mentions that in both of the books of Timothy in the first chapter. Well, what are you talking about, preacher? Well, you might not even have any biological children, but you can be a father in the faith uh, to them that's coming up behind you. And, and not only not only P.L. and Mary Alice helped me uh, when I was growing up. Uh, let me tell you this. Uh, probably a lot of you uh, remember no Rodney Mason. We text back and forth sometimes. Uh, he texted me one day this week. He said, I've had a real special morning. He said, I've prayed and uh, thank God uh, for the people that helped me when I was a boy and when I was growing up. He said, boy, I prayed a long time. He said, now I thank God for a lot of people. He said, and among those people on that list, he said, was Mary Alice and P.L. Brock. Uh, so mom and dad helped Rodney Mason. Well, his mom and dad, uh, they helped me too. Uh, Austin and Edna helped me too. Uh, they, they were like uh, spiritual uh, relatives or parents to me too. We need to be about the Father's business. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, we need to be doing what God said to do. Now, let me, I got another uh, uh, place I need to go to in the Bible. There was a man in the Bible named Manoah. Now, that name probably doesn't jump out uh, to you like his son's name. I'll tell you his son's name in a minute. But Manoah and his wife, uh, uh, they were barren. They, they didn't have any children. And they wanted children. Uh, I can understand that. Well, uh, well, there one day, there was a man. He was actually an angel, but they called him a man in one place, a man of God. But he was really an angel. Uh, and spiritually, he came and he talked to Manoah's wife. He said, I know you've been, I'm putting this in my words, I know you've been wanting a son. Uh, uh, God's going to give you a son. You're going to have a son. Uh, and then the angel left. Well, Manoah's wife was excited, of course. I don't blame her. She ran and found Manoah and said, we're going to have a child. We're going to have a son. Said, there's a man of God come and told me we're going to have a son. Well, Manoah was excited. He said, where's that man at? Where's that man of God at? Where's that angel at? You know why he wanted him? He said, we've got to talk to him so he can tell us what to tell our son when he's born. We need to get the information from him so we'll do it right. Praise God. Boy, I'm glad uh, when God's in the arrangement, uh, you can do it right. And then they had a son, and his name was Samson. What a son that he was. Uh, what a great man of God that he was. Uh, but they told him what was right. They taught him what was right. I'm telling you what, we need to be about the father's business. What should fathers do? 
the fathers should follow the Lord and don't hide this thing from his children. Uh, listen, uh, we need to get in and be on fire. Uh, we need uh, to tell our children what God said. That's probably enough preaching. I might get to some more later, but right now we need to stand and sing a song. It's uh, time to sing. Let me ask you this today. You don't have to be a bad person to need to come to the altar. If you're here today and you need to come to the altar and God's calling you, I would that you'd come. Now, listen, if you're lost, you need to come too. If God's calling you, you need to come and get saved. But if you're here today and you're not quite in fellowship with God like you should be, you say, well, I'm not too bad of a person. Well, uh, I'm glad you're not too bad of a person, but are you the person you need to be to the glory of God? Are you doing with your whole heart? Do you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Are you giving it everything you got? Do you have it uh, first and foremost in your life? I need to preach another thing or two. Uh, hold up just a minute. Uh, 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 sorry about that. Uh, but Jesus, you know, over in the book of Luke, I think it was, uh, he healed a woman that was all bent over. She couldn't raise herself up. He did that on the Sabbath day. Uh, and there were some religious people there, some Pharisees. Uh, they criticized him for it. Well, a little later, he had that same crowd. And uh, there was a man, I think, that had dropsy. And Jesus was getting ready to heal him. It was on the Sabbath day. He asked him, said, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? Well, they, they didn't say anything. He kind of had them over a barrel, and they knew he could do it. Well, he went ahead and healed this man of dropsy. And he said, how many of you, if you had an ox uh, that was in a pit, we usually use the word ditch, that's the way we say it, but the Bible said pit. Uh, how many of you that had an ox that was in a pit, how many of you wouldn't uh, take time and get him out of the pit if it was on the Sabbath day? And so, so we, can't have, we can't have our ox, I'll use our common phrase, we can't have an ox in the ditch. We can have things that affects us, uh, that hinders us. Uh, sometimes there's things that comes up that really, uh, uh, they impact us and we can't come to church. But let me preach this to you today. If you have the same ox that's getting in the same ditch uh, time after time, uh, you either need uh, to get rid of the ox or fill up the ditch. Uh, there's a way to serve God and we have to put him first in our life. Uh, there's things that impact us, but we got to make an effort by the grace of God. And if we do, God will give us victory. Now go ahead and sing. Well, I appreciate you. Now, somebody needs to come and pray. And whatever your need is, please honor God today. He's our heavenly Father. Please obey God today. Please. God bless you. Tell you um, my friend on whom I depend. He's the best friend I ever knew. With my heart, I want to serve him. With my heart, I want to please him. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my do. heavenly Father. God bless these folks. But even Help them, God, my best when I'm put to the test, there are times I've let him down. It's a wonder of it all. He loves me when I fall. He loves me just as I am. And though I fail the Lord, He has never failed me. He's 
His promises He has kept so faithfully. Did you ask God to save your soul? Did God do that? Yeah. Amen. So God saved your soul this morning. Praise the Lord. That's good. That's a great testimony, ain't it? You know what? You know what Kurt said? He said, praise God for a wonderful Father's Day present. That doesn't get any better than this. We're so proud of you. Thank God for you. Let me hug you again. Say what's on your heart, buddy. Um, I actually got things fixed up last night. I, well, good. I, I'm not one to go usually visit graves, and I, I don't know if I've even went to my mom's grave since she's passed away. But Kathy and I last night uh, went to our grave, our my mom and dad's uh, grave, and uh, it just softened my heart up. So I got things. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can't say I've really, I haven't been to church, but I can't say it been out of church. Uh, I still know who God is, uh, but I need the church's uh, forgiveness, and most of all, if I've hurt anybody's feelings, I apologize, but there's things, uh, 
There's things right now that I really think my granddaughter's real close to getting saved. Amen. Amen. And Amen. Satan's found a way in yeah. to uh, kind of stop that for right now. But yep. I really desire your prayers, the church's prayers. That, uh, uh, she asked me, she goes, Papa, oh, I'll see you in heaven someday when I'm saved. <laughs> and I said, yeah, you will, sis. I have to stir your heart. So, but like I said, Satan's found a way in right now. Yeah, my am. And you know, we he talk about the, this is Father's Day. Yeah. And I think I've been a good dad. Yeah. Sure. But neither, my son right now just, uh, he's not walking right. But so many times we hear about the prodigal son, we never think about the father's feelings. Right. Well, I'm kind of in the father's shape yeah. right now, but then I think. If I'm not walking for God, I'm a prodigal son to him. Amen. So he's my father. Amen. So, yeah. Um, I've had several thoughts on that. But, uh, yes, sir. I wonder in the Bible how the prodigal son's uh, father, did he keep praying for him? I assume he did. Why, sure. I should be doing that. Yes, uh, sir. But anyways, uh, I can picture him. If my son got back in church, I'd surely be happy. And I'm hey, sure the man. prodigal son yeah, man. was too. Yes, but. sir. Anyways, I uh, I desire your prayers. I, this uh, this church service has really meant something to me. Uh, Penny talking about Clifford. Uh, yeah. I'm probably one of the only men that have ever held hands with Clifford Newport. <laughs> and I think Blaine and Linda and Bill, Ronnie, we uh, used to sing in a good yeah. preacher named Hoyt Davis. Yeah. And uh, they yeah. used to clap for people there. Sure. At church and uh, yeah. Well, they were going to pray for somebody, and I think Clifford was on the, he was on the end, so I was the only one that could hold his hand. But Hoyt wanted people to hold hands yeah. uh, and pray for somebody, so right. Clifford didn't want to, but he <laughs> let me get his hand. And we prayed. Well, a little bit later on there, and they wanted to put their hands together for somebody. Well, I thought they wanted to hold hands again. Well, he meant to clap. Well, I went to grab Clifford's hand again, and he... <laughs> jerked his hand out of the way but but you know I want to be known as somebody like Cliff sure for being known that I was in church yeah when I pass away yes sir because Clifford's been gone I don't know Penny how many years it's been how many 31 God. but you know because of what Clifford did he helps I, us today. Yes, he's yeah. helping me today. Amen. Yes, sir. Me too. Terry, I want my life to be. Amen. <laughs> it can be, brother. I want to be known. It's on that track, man. Helping man. people. Yeah. I'm hurting yes, sir. Them. And I, I love my wife. I mean, well, yeah. God's blessed me with the best wife yeah. in the world. <laughs> but I'll shut up now. I'll love you. I just need your <laughs> prayers. And follow the Lord. I don't even know what to say. That's First, right. I need to ask the church to forgive me. Well, yeah. And if I've hurt anybody, I'm sorry. Yeah. I would never intentionally hurt anybody. Uh, you, you need to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. If you've hurt anybody, I've just been a 
in such yeah. a terrible pit in a hole. Bless and her I Lord. I trying to dig myself out, and I yeah. just get right back in for self-pity. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But if you would just pray for me and my kids. Yeah. Uh, Amen. You know, I've tried to be a good mom. Amen. A good parent. Yes. Just pray for me, please. Yeah. Amen. Appreciate that. Now we're gonna we're gonna do something what Davis did. We're gonna clap. <laughs> and uh, and also want to sing another song. So and it. Yeah. Know. I don't want anybody to think that I come up here just to pray for God. Yeah, I came up here to pray for myself. <laughs> Bless her, Lord. I've been in a bad shape. I, I love John and Kathy. Yeah. Becky, won't you stand here at these folks? Stand here at these folks, and and uh, uh, anybody wants to shake hands or hug their neck, come up and do that. It'd be good for you to get baptized and join this. Somebody else needs to come to Jesus. Pray. Pray today. Amen. Pray, folks. Lord, without me, yeah. you can make the sun to shine. Lord, without me, you can call the dead to rise. Amen. Lord, without me, you can make the blind to see, and you can tell the mountains to be cast into the sea. Lord, without you, somebody else needs to come. I can feel it down inside. Obey the Lord. Come, come, get in. Mind the Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, you don't need my hands. Listen. To make the lame Listen. To walk. And you don't need my tongue to oh, make the you. dumb to talk. Lord, and you don't need 
the Lord for these good moves and uh, want to pause here and just honey let you say what's on your heart um, I don't really know what to say I don't want to say I'm completely backwards but I'm not where I should be um, not only for me but for my son yep. um, as a mother as a daughter yeah. as a sister I just want to ask the church for forgiveness yeah. it feels good to come here it feels hey, like home man. Thank the Lord. Boy, let's give her some applause. And uh, anybody wants to shake hands with her and hug her neck, it's, uh, it's all right with me if it's all right with her. <laughs> Go ahead. Amen. 
ਕਰਦਾਈ my family not coming to church with me as an excuse not to come it's kind of hard sometimes but um, just keep my family in your prayers and um, me and the boys yeah. amen well thank the Lord for you You know uh, I've heard each one of these say I'm sorry uh, quite a few and, and it, it touches me when people are feeling it in their heart and they talk to God and he forgives them and they can say they're sorry that really means something that's a step in the right direction let's get a clap for you Sing us another song. We still shake hands here. Everybody wants to hug her neck. Everybody follow the Lord. Uh, while, while we're waiting to sing, while go ahead and you can start shaking. Sister Tara over there said that she would like to join this church by baptism. Could I hear a move? We receive her as a candidate for baptism. Okay. Everybody in favor of that? Raise your hands. Amen. Thank the Lord. And just sing and, and uh, shake hands and hug. And if you feel like shouting, shout a little bit. There's a good reason for shouting this morning. I appreciate the shouting I've heard. 
But everybody obey the Lord. it this morning yet uh, comes to me there might be somebody here uh, that wants to and needs to join this church if you're saved by God's grace and God's attached your heart to this church and you feel like you need to be a member of it we want you to be now you might come from a sister church another another missionary Baptist church you can move by letter or if you know you're saved and you're willing to get baptized you can join by baptism but I want to ask you to just think about it Ask God. Uh, I got this impression for some reason, and if it's for you, God knows that, and you can feel it. And uh, but whatever your need is, might be somebody else needs to get saved. That's wonderful. We're not in a hurry. 
Somebody might need to rededicate your life. We've had some wonderful rededications and wonderful in that I'm sorry. And so sing us another one. Somebody needs to come. I'm, I'm confident. And you, you decide. It's your choice to follow the Lord. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> That's all right. Amen. God answers prayer. He sure does. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. Great testimony. That's wonderful. Thank you. Sing when you're ready. Help us, God. High upon the mountain, the sun is shining bright. My heart is filled with gladness. Obey the Lord. the cares of life. what you feel in your heart. But God's telling you in your heart. We've had great moves. Had quite a few moves. I'm, I'm thrilled. But in my heart, I still have some burdens. And I have some longings for others to come. There's people I've really got a burden for. Why would God give me a burden for you? Well, God knows. There has to be a reason. For God wouldn't give me a burden. God, God doesn't do useless stuff. And I believe God's speaking to some people's hearts. Why would he be speaking to you? Because he knows your need. And he wants to help you. But preacher, it's complicated. You just don't understand. Amen. I don't understand. But God does. When I was a young preacher, I fretted because so much I didn't understand. Finally, one day God said, you just preach what I give you and say what I tell you. And I'll take care of the rest of it. I said, I'm the one that sees the hearts, knows the mind and the thoughts. And so... Let me just ask you to do this today. Instead of trying to figure out everything and every complication and every problem in coming to the altar, instead of trying to figure out what will I do with this or that or down the road, how about let's just do this. Take that feeling that you've got inside that you need to come and trust God enough with a little grain of faith to say, okay, God, I'm coming. God, it's up to you. I can't do it, but God, you can. Would you come right now? Come on. It's up to you. Don't miss your opportunity. This is it. Come. Please come. Please come. Well, I can feel it. Your choice. Come join the church. Come get saved if that's what you need. Come re rededicate your life if that's what you need. Boy, God's good to us, isn't he? Amen. God's good to us.
that testimony. Amen. Someone else. the church and and and, uh, and and it pleases their pastor too. could I hear a move we received Chase under watch care pending letter got a whole bunch of motions and seconds that's almost enough for a vote everybody in favor of that just raise your hand amen thank the Lord but are we glad of that and uh, I tell you what let's just give him some applause too I sure appreciate Chase he's uh, been driving a lot and coming a long way and helping us and playing the piano and just blessing my heart. I appreciate him a lot. And I appreciate the move you just made. That, that thrilled me. Somebody else now. testimony that's a great uh, that's a great attitude that you had and that give you victory in the Lord yeah amen boy praise the Lord now church really pray and you can sing the whole song if you want to don't have to speak last course I'm not in a hurry if uh, if we're here when six o'clock comes, we just keep having church. <laughs> it won't be that long. But really, really pray. Really pray. And and uh, I, I really believe there's some up here, not trying to judge anybody, but I believe there's some up here that God's talking to. I felt that when Barry said that. That needs to come down here and pray. And your friends will come down and pray with you. And, and I still believe there's some back here that needs to come. What a wonderful day that God's calling so powerful to so many people. And what a wonderful freedom here. Sing when you get ready. Come.
obey the Lord. Come. Come. If you've never been saved and you need to be saved to go to heaven, come and let's pray. Come and let's ask Jesus to save your soul, to come into your heart. Praise God. God loves you. That's why Jesus died on the cross. That's why he rose from the dead. If you'd like to come and pray, come on. Obey the Lord. If you're a young person, ask your mommy, your daddy, your grandma, your grandpa. They'll come with you. I'm sure. I'm confident. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Please come. Obey the Lord. Let God be blessed. And you can be blessed. Would you come? Come on. Come on. Obey the Lord. Amen. Amen. Obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. God loves you. We'd like to pray with you. If you're not saved, you can get saved this morning. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. What a great promise. What a great invitation. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Amen. Amen. You can get up in Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Just be seated. We'll turn over for the announcements. Thank you for your prayers and your attention and the singing. Boy, thank God. This is what a meeting this is. Baby shower honoring Taylor Brown, Saturday, July 9th, 2022, from 11 to 1 in the Fellowship Hall. Uh, there will be a sign-up sheet in the foyer, or you can RSVP to Tracy Goulet. Uh, Taylor is registered, registered at Baby List. I just want to remind everybody about uh, Bible school. It's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 10 o'clock a.m. to 
course, to 12. And uh, tomorrow is mismatch or mix match day. And we encourage kids, if they want to go ahead and bring an extra pair of clothes every day, that might be good because you never know what we're going to be getting into. So that's it. Please pray for us. Um, I just, uh, I've had a good time getting ready for it. And I think it's going to be really good leading up to camp. So tomorrow starts tent meeting, woot woot. So um, that'll be for ages sixth grade and up. Um, we are going to meet here tomorrow night at 5.30. Um, it'll be 5.30 to 10, um, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. Um, we are having pizza tomorrow. Um, so if you're coming tomorrow night, please bring a snack to share with your friends that'll go along with the pizza. And I'm trying to think what else I need to say. Um, also bring a change of clothes and maybe a towel because we're going to be having a great time. And don't worry about putting makeup on or anything like that if you're a girl. We're just going to be, you know, playing outside and getting wet and just having a fun-filled time. So um, we're really excited about that. On Thursday night, well, hang on, let me, let me rewind. Wednesday night, um, come in your church clothes because we're going to come to church at 7 and then we'll stay and play until 10. Thursday night, we're going to be going over to Jordan's church, Samaria. Um, that's in St. Mary's, and that service starts at 7. And then Friday, we're going to meet here at noon, and that's when we're going to catch the bus for camp. So I'll be putting out one calls like every day, so brace yourself. It's going to be really exciting. <laughs> so, Because I'm sure there's going to be lots of things that's going to come to mind here after I step down. So... Um, but anyways, pray for us, and I am so excited for the week. We just had such a wonderful service this morning. That just makes me even more excited. What a way to start our church camp week. So. Um, I wanted to make a quick um, announcement. If I could get Ellie and Hannah and Bo to come up here, please. Um, it is Father's Day, as it has been said multiple times today. Um, we didn't want to let it go without um, honoring you as you did on Mother's Day. So my Sunday school class did a little thing where we talked about what a father is or what a father does. And our kids wanted to share that with you. A father is a person who is always there for their family and friends. A father is also a loving, caring, and a helpful person. Thank you for everything that you do for Thank you for everything that you do, fathers. A helpful father is caring, helpful, nice, loving, awesome, kind, happy, tells the best jokes, the best man I know in the whole world. That was by me. A father is grateful, nice, loving, kind, protects his family, always is there for us, is there for you, makes the best jokes. The end. A father is caring, loving, provides sacrifices, fixes, mends. A father also shows sympathy. A father is nice and, and, and a main 
loves this <laughs> A father is loving, caring, nice, awesome, kind, and an amazing person who is always willing to take on multiple challenges at one time. He tells the truth even when it hurts, gives the best advice, and is always there for you. He is a man who follows the Lord no matter what, a man who loves no matter what. And a father is kind, and he gives the best advice. Um, the kids also have a bookmark to hand out to each and every one of you. Um, and as we did on Mother's Day, you don't have to come to the front, but we would like for all of fathers, dads, men of influence to please stand. Please grab your bookmark on the way out. Happy Father's Day. Just got one more quick thing to tell you. Some of you noticed my necktie. Some of you noticed my necktie and asked me, and if you look at it closely, it has the names of all my grandchildren on this necktie. It's very special, don't wear it very often. But I wanted to make this point. As special as that is, and I don't wear it very often, if you could look a little deeper down in here, you'd find all those names on the fabric of my heart. And I thank God that he embraces us with love for our children, our grandchildren, and God makes a way for us to be connected. And I thank God for that. Let's all stand. Pray for service time tonight, 6 o'clock. Pray for the Bible school and the tent meeting. Pray for those that were here today that God spoke to and didn't move. And also pray for those that did move that God will just bless them. Anything else? If not, we're going to ask Mason to pray dismissal.